Welcome to Japan according to Akil. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akil, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey, 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 what's going on, everyone in audio world? I'm only doing this intro for the podcast audio exclusively.、Uh, we have A great, interesting two part episode for you guys. I recorded over a two day period, just scheduling reasons. I explained it in part one. You can also watch the video broken up into two parts, on, into two videos on YouTube. Uh, uh, before, well, you know, I just finished recording, of course, part two,、uh, which is how I normally record the intros. I don't think I've ever told you, but, you know, come on, you can kind of figure it out. <laughs> but anyway,、um, So,、uh, yeah, so basically, part one、uh, is just kind of self explanatory.、Um, part, so, part one is on YouTube right now. I just finished recording part two. I'm putting part one and two, the whole audio,、um, together and uploading that. And then, part two video, I'll do again at some other point. You know, I, I finished the core. I forgot, I forgot what I did in part one, actually. <laughs> But it was interesting, though. I know that. Oh, yeah, I told the story.、Um, It connects them to the,、uh, another podcast interview I did recently. And then, part two, I、uh, go in to finish the Quora questions and, and cap it all off with a couple of、uh, YouTube videos that I recommend you watch. And I give just my pointers, my notes on some, some things you might be interested in. Again, it's a little bit different format than we normally do, but I think it went pretty well. I'm interested. And hopefully, if I can edit this shit before I gotta leave, I gotta leave in a little bit. But if I can edit this shit before I gotta leave, you know, I'm interested in listening to this, you know, while I'm riding through the Tokyo train system. So do what you guys do. And for part one and part two, enjoy. Yo, ho, ho, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 130 of the podcast. This is gonna be a bit different than what we normally do. Probably you people on YouTube are gonna be watching this first.、Uh, things are just, you can tell them, it's daytime. You can probably tell from the background.、Um, and things are gonna be flowing a, a bit different than they normally do today. Sorry, I'm watching my dog.、Uh, he's trying to find his little house because I got shit all over the place. <laughs> I got shit all over the place. I got my, you know. My laptop and, and, and all my equipment. I got equipment, you guys.、Um, all my equipment. I, I told you, every time I realize I got fucking equipment, I get like, whoa, this is, shit's getting real. But anyway,、um, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to go a little bit fast today.、Uh, we're, and we're actually doing this in two parts, just scheduling wise.、Uh, I was supposed to record the past couple of nights.、Uh, I have some other things I, I have to get done. So. I have like a sliver of, win- of a window,、um, not before I got to go pick up my son. And, and, you know, it's just enough time for me to record, but not enough for me to do everything I want to talk about. And, you know, I want to take my time,、uh, not rush everything. So I decided to do this in parts. So the first part,、um, if everything goes according to plan, <laughs> I'm going to、um, record this. What I'm recording now, put it on YouTube first.、Uh, the audio, I'll just save it. Then maybe tonight or tomorrow night, I want to have a drink. So maybe、um, tonight,、um, I think tonight, I don't know, tonight or tomorrow night, I'll figure it out. Record again part two of this episode. 
Then once I have both parts, I'll be able to put them together for the audio. And then part two of the video, I'll also be able to put on YouTube. So, so it's not like as much work for me. Um, but you know, still, I can still get, get something out. Uh, so that's, what's going on for you guys on YouTube. Uh, and yeah, I'll just figure it out. What's up with me? You can tell I'm a, a little bit flustered just because I just literally, uh, got back in the house like a little while ago, like about, yeah, uh, 45 minutes ago, did some straightening up, ate like random food, you know, just niblets of whatever I can get. So, um, let me get into it. Let me just get into it. Right. Cause I'm, I'm on the clock. Uh, the, you know, summer is here. Summer is here in Japan. It's real. Uh, it's kind of hot. Not from like next week is going to get like normal, typical summer weather. Uh, you know, 90 something, 100 degrees in Fahrenheit and, you know, 33, 34 degrees in Celsius. Really humid. Now it's bearable for me. Like I can deal with it. But from next week, it's, it's going to get real. Um, besides that, yeah, I just have like I told you before, like I have administrative stuff for my my company and some other you know i had to get some invoices out uh, for my private lessons and things like that so um you know like i had like a little bit of a pile of them not like not like a pile like i'm getting all this paper kind of pile but <laughs> but i had like several of them that i had to make you know of course they're in japanese i have a template but uh you know you just gotta make sure everything's okay and then email them to people and, and all this shit and make sure everything's all right so so you know in in the cash the bag is the priority so that kind of push the podcast to the background plus i also have family and everything stuff so so and i got my appointment for friday you know for um my company's uh uh tax filing you know annual tax filing uh, i use you know since my company ain't making no money <laughs> yet my yet my company's not making money yet so uh i use the government the tax the public they have in japan they have like a public tax official to help me out like to walk you through everything once once you do uh, your um, calculations on your own and you bring in copies of, of your paperwork you can go to the tax office here and they'll help you fill out everything as long as you have like your, your documents your the forms that they send you and, and your names and your stamp and stuff like that they'll 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 walk you through everything but it is kind of nerve-wracking even me calling them is kind of nerve-wracking you know it's in Japanese and and like the the ward office for individuals is a lot more relaxed, you know, because it's for individuals. It's like private people, um, private people, you, you know what I mean? It's, it's for individuals. So they're a little bit more loosey goosey. They're like, Oh, Hey, come on in. You know, the customer service is a lot better, but the one for companies, you know, for businesses is a lot more strict and rigid. And, um, you know, the, the guys are there. I mean, thank goodness the guy, I have the same guy this year who I had last year, who was fucking amazing. You know, he, he was really nice. Uh, and a shout out to you. I'm not going to say your name on here, but shout out to you. You did a fucking fantastic job. And, you know, he just made me like the first dude I, I, uh, who helped me out the first couple of years, he made me really, really nervous, you know, and he was just like, oh, fuck. like you could tell he was just like, was not happy about his job and his life. And he was just like, fucking hell, this goddamn foreign guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I got to walk him through all this shit. So he, he actually didn't really explain to me the proper way I was supposed to be doing stuff. But this guy last year, you know, he was like, okay, this is a mistake. You need to do this. Make sure it's properly. I'll fix it for you. 
um, you know, just make sure, you know, next time you, you put this here and put this here, I need your name stamp, you know, any amendments have to be name stamped and stuff like that. So it, it was done quite properly. It's like, you need to organize it like this. So when you, when you present it and stuff like that, I was like, Oh, thank you so much. Uh, so, you know, uh, you know, he was like, Hey, did you make the changes that <laughs> when he remembered me? Cause you know, I'm like the only fucking black foreign dude with a company probably that, that comes in asking them to help me file my taxes you know and so um he was like hey yeah i remember you did you do the shit that i told you to do last year and i'm like oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's like a year ago I, I i i looking at like my original copies i think i did everything the way he told me to do it but it was a year ago so we'll find out on friday <laughs> We'll find out on Friday. Hold on, let me double check, make sure this is recording still. Okay, cool. It is. Yeah, so we'll find out. Um, but yeah, like again, just just having a company anywhere, but definitely having a company in Japan. Uh, if you don't have the money for an accountant, you know, is is, is quite nerve wracking. You know, um, and in getting accountants to file for your stuff, it, it, it costs a lot of money. Money that you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I don't have right at this point. Um, don't, I'll say I don't have to spare. Let me say it like that. Um, and you know, um, it, it, I'm just like literally just bootstrapping the fuck out of, you know, uh, grinding away at trying to build a business from, from scratch and, and figure out how to do this shit in my industry. Like <laughs> I honestly am like when I, first, I, I, you've heard me talk about it. If you're a long time listener, you heard me talk about it. Like I literally was so fucking naive when I, <laughs> <laughs> when I when I started like you know thinking I could just like start a company in Japan and I was like I got an idea I'm gonna just do this and I'm gonna do this and I'm just gonna be balling in like a month they go just love it you know and um yeah it's yeah it didn't really work out as planned <laughs> but but you know it it is it is like steps I see myself progressing I see you know the road ahead of me kind of unfolding slowly but surely in a you know <laughs> embarrassingly painful way filled with blunders and you know missteps but i'm like i was telling someone i'm falling forward every time like i'm you know i'm i don't think any, i'm not sure if anyone is but definitely i'm not the type of person that um does shit smoothly you know, I don't like progress smoothly. It's very much a painful, awkward process. Anyone listening to this podcast, you can hear that awkward ass process from the beginning of me trying actually trying to do this podcast, and, and like you know my audio issues like a year or two ago. Um, you know, like like it just it it it, it just. You know, I just I just gotta fucking keep showing up. You know, that's that's why I figure if I just keep showing up, it's going it works itself out, and that, that's kind of how uh, I'm doing it. So. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah, I'm probably going to fuck it all. I might not even say probably. You know, there might be. Last year, we went really, really smooth. Let's say that. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, a bit uncomfortable at some points. But it's just like a Band-Aid. Rip the shit right off. And then uh, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Don't, don't feel bad for me. You know, um, you know, it's the road. It's the path. I It's the life I chose. It's the life I chose. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So let let me get into some things. I have a funny story for you guys. A little a little story. Um. That I was saving. I had to write a note in my um episode notes because I wanted to tell you something that happened to me yesterday. Uh. 
So like I'm walking my dog, you know, my my dog is over there sleeping yesterday, uh, like around dusk, you know, if you will, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a, it's a quiet stroll around in, through the neighborhood and I'm just like, okay, you know, um, this is some Japan shit. You know, it, it feels kind of good to walk around my neighborhood, especially walking my dog. My dog's like my security guard. You know, people don't get nervous when they see me with my dog. They're like, oh, he's so cute. And, and you know, there's no real awkwardness, if you will. <laughs> but like, I mean, well, people in my neighborhood, they know who I am right now. But um, at this point, it's like, oh, there's the black guy who lives like somewhere over there. But anyway, <laughs> um, so like I'm walking my dog and and um, like I'm, I'm, I'm walking down the street with my dog and he's like, you know, pissing on like a, a telephone, a power line, a power pole or a telephone pole. Um, I see this old dude this old japanese dude way like way down the street you know uh he's maybe like a good two three minute walk down the street like you know i can't i can't make out his face he's that far down and he's just like standing there like he next to his little like mini work truck he's in like work clothes he's you know clearly a blue collar dude he's just standing there with his arms like at his side like you know a superhero pose just staring at me i can see he's just staring at me you know <laughs> like not even like for a second like he's staring at me hard for like non-stop you know and my because my dog's like peeing so i'm stopped there you know he saw me walking around and we're going straight and my dog stopped and so i kind of looked down at my dog for a second and like okay let me give him a chance not to look and i look up again just for a second and pretending i'm not to like really look at him like what are you looking at and he's just like non-stop staring at me grilling me you know and automatically you know like from being living in america my radar kind of goes up like is this guy gonna be a problem like what's going on you know, if I'm in America, I would definitely be on defense at that point, you know, and just because of the dynamics, especially being a minority, you know, someone does that to me. I'm like, are they going to try and do something to me? Like, what the are they trying to call the police? They think I'm what's happening, you know? So I just kind of pretend like I don't see the guy, you know, and I start walking towards him and I get reasonably close to the guy and he just jumps in his van, right? <laughs> He just like, jumps in behind the wheel. And he's still just staring at me. Right? I got, I'm not making eye contact with him constantly, but I just know he's locked eyes with me constantly. I'm just like, fucking hell. What the fuck is this guy going to do? You know, because uh, <laughs> he looks a little crazy. <laughs> you know? I'm not going to lie. He looked a little bit eccentric. Um, So, like, he watches me walk all the way down walk right past like right you know kind of in his like side mirror side mirror kind of inside window like right parallel to him basically and then he just like just pops his head out of the van suddenly is just like in japanese of course he's like uh what is his first question he's like how long have you been in japan <laughs> just like so like you know i mean not aggressive actually just like and then I realized, oh, he just wanted to talk to me, you know, <laughs> like, and I was just like, oh, I've been in Japan 16 years, kind of friendly. And he's like, oh, where are you from? You know, and it's like, he's just like, yeah, let's talk. You know, like, I'm like, oh, you can speak Japanese. Japanese is so good. <laughs> and he's like super pumped to talk to me. And, you know, I, and he's just like, where am I from? And how long have I been in Japan? He's like, oh, you're married? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, your wife is Japanese, right? I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I got a kid too. He's like, oh, you got a kid? I was like, yeah. 
<laughs> I thought like he saw me in the neighborhood before, so maybe he just had the opportunity to talk to me. It's like, oh, did you see us walking around here before? It's like, no, 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 I ain't never seen you before in my life. <laughs> it's like he's like oh okay he's just like he became my little buddy you know and he asked me like a couple more questions like, oh you know he was just so happy um to <laughs> to um talk to me it was just hilarious um speaking of which uh and then you know i said bye to him and then he was like bye and later he turned around to do something and came back down the street he made a left uh turned the corner just before um i where i was i was walking down the street a bit further, but he stopped, paused his car a little bit. I looked back at him. I kind of waved at him. He was like, Hey, you know, <laughs> like so happy. Um, I think I could tell I just made his day. He's going to go drinking and be like, Hey, I met this like black American dude. And he's like, cool. He can speak Japanese. I know like that conversation is coming with whoever he hangs around. And you know, it, 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 it reminded me as well, like about Japan, like that's Japan, you know, my preconceived notions about my life in America don't necessarily apply here, you know, and, and, and what I, you know, after he started talking to me, I realized instantly what, what the deal was. That guy was staring at me so hard because he was curious about me, you know, and, and, and he wanted to talk to me. He wanted to see where I was going. So he wanted to really talk to me, you know, and he's working out in his mind. What's his strategy? Like how he could actually talk to me. Does he speak English? Does he speak Japanese? Do I talk to him in English? Do I talk to him in Japanese? Wait, if I talk to him in English, I don't know any English. Fuck. What's the English word that I know? Think back to uh, junior high school when you studied English. Like what is something you can say? Like, like he, I'm sure he was going through all the, Oh shit, he's coming this way. I got to get in my van. I got to act natural. Like, you know, um, he was going through all those motions in his head until finally, you know, I walk past and then he just like blurted some shit out to me in Japanese. And that's the type of shit that happens in this country. So like, you know, like things that on the surface might seem quite upsetting, dangerous, whatever. Uh, in my experience, nine times out of 10, you know, it's just some Japanese shit, you know, and it might be people that don't know how to express themselves to you. They might not have experience speaking to foreign people or whatever. A lot of different reasons, a lot of different factors. And so, I just encourage you to take those things into consideration if you have those kind of awkward, you know, like kind of because if I if I just seen him staring at me the whole time and went into defense mode and, and you know, start grilling him and be like, yo, what are you looking at? Or, or say something to him. His whole impression, you know, I'm a diplomat here like that might have been the first and only time in his life. It probably was the only time in his life that he actually spoke with a non-Japanese person, you know, and so I'm his first impression you know he might not have ever left japan and you know especially if you live outside of the cities and things like that i encourage you to take those things into consideration you know because i think that's the work you know of, of living here if you're committed to it you know if if if, if you really want to um, be a be a representative and, and actually push things forward in Japan. It is kind of your obligation to not fall back into your um, kind of thought process, your your set of you know what you th how you think the world works. Because there are people, if you think about it, this guy is also 
now that I'm talking about it and thinking about it, he's also kind of breaking his image of how he thought the world works. And, you know, it's like, oh, shit. Like, wow, he's a foreign person in Japan. He can actually speak Japanese. Wow, he can actually communicate with me. Wow, he's a pretty nice dude. And you never know where that would lead. His conversation could lead to, you know, he talks to his coworker or his boss about something like that, a situation that he have, has. And then maybe in the future, when a foreign person comes in, maybe a black dude, maybe some uh, Brazilian or a Thai, whoever, I don't know, you know, comes into his company, they think back to that encounter with me because that's their only reference point of non-Japanese people. And hey, let me give this dude a shot. You know, and that's kind of the, the things that happen, the, the kind of ripple effect of things that happen here in Japan. That's how I think about things. And that's why I try and like give people the benefit of, of the doubt and try and put my best foot forward. And my, my first reaction is to kind of fall back into like more of a passive mode here. I'm not saying that's what you have to do. I'm just telling you what I what I do, you know, because my first initial reaction might be something that just completely fucks up like a whole bunch of other shit. So I kind of hesitate to react, you know, I more respond to things. I don't really react like the way, you know, in Western culture, we, you have to react in certain situations. So, um, yeah, yeah. In the West is a, a handicap, but it's kind of become my modus operandi here. So, um, that's that, um, speaking of things, another thing, um, um that point I bring up is kind of interesting because, um, I forgot to mention that before, it came out recently, the episode of ALT Insider, the ALT Insider podcast uh, with James. Great, great dude. I had a really good um, episode. I'm going to put the link in. Excuse me. Um, I'm going to put the link in somewhere in the, in the description of this, wherever you're hearing it or seeing it. And you can kind of go um and check out his podcast as well check out the episode check out his his stuff and su subscribe to him follow him and what he does you know his stuff is i think a bit more alt heavy i haven't had a chance to uh, i only listened to that episode and i think one more episode of his podcast just to get a feel for what he does um but check it out. Uh, you know, uh, I I listened to it again. I was kind of entertained by just our back and forth. Some of the questions he asked me, he asked me some good questions, some that threw me off. Uh, but I think, you know, that back and forth between us made for some pretty good content. So I think you'll enjoy that yourself. So that's that. Those are the two big things I wanted to talk about. We got I got like about five ten more minutes before i gotta pack up hurry up and pack all this shit up because there's no way in hell i'm leaving like a laptop mic in like um <laughs> a stand and all this shit when my like three-year-old son comes home from kindergarten that's not happening right <laughs> so all right so what i'm gonna do ah i got one more thing for you and i'm gonna leave the um the other stuff continuing from part two uh, sorry, the other stuff from the, the previous episode, I'm going to leave that for next time. I got a couple of videos that I want you to take a look at. I probably might watch them again just so that I can um, give you some stuff to talk about. And then the other um, Quora uh, questions from Rod that I'm going to uh, finish up that list really quickly. But <laughs> um, for so for my next project that I'm working on, my, my next uh, course that I'm working on, English study course that I'm working on, I've been doing, I'm, I'm trying to switch it up and do a little bit of, um, uh, just from feedback I've been getting from Japanese people, um, mix more entertainment in with it. Not like entertainment, entertainment, but make it a little bit more interesting, not just straightforward, dry kind of teaching. So I've been studying Japanese TV shows a bit. And there's one TV show that I found that I think is interesting. You know, I watched the whole thing um, and I think you might 
be interested in it. Before I forget, let me just say, I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you to do anything that might be illegal. Okay. I'm just saying, if you, I watched the, I watched this show on uh, Netflix. I guess it came on Japanese TV several years ago, about 2017. Um, you know, I watched it in all Japanese. If you wanted to watch this show, uh, you, if it, if I hypothetically were someone who might want to watch that show, I might want to Google watch adult high school Japan drama. I might just want to Google that and check some of the top searches for that. And I might hypothetically be able to find, uh, you know, some sites that host that with English subtitles, possibly, I don't know, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the show is Otona Koko, and which means like adult high school. And you know, it has an interesting concept and um I'm just going to talk about that for a few minutes. Like and I found what I from another show that I watched a few weeks ago and this one, I found a few tropes that I found in some some of these types of comedy, raunchy kind of comedies, if you will. Um I don't like the way they do it in this one, this one and a few other ones like on this level that are kind of on broadcast TV because they play it too safe. Like nothing really like without spoiling anything, you know, they don't get deep into the raunchiness. You know, it's kind of like superficial raunchiness, you know, where like something always happens to trap up all the like things from getting like real, real, you know. So that, that was kind of like it, was, it becomes predictable after a while. Like I can see where the censorship line is on these shows you know like they can talk about this type of stuff but they can't do like other stuff you know they gotta keep it like pg at least like P, you know below pg-13 pretty much they have to keep it below pg-13 um you know pg-13 is too much pretty pretty much so they can talk they can say naughty words but they can't like do naughty things it's kind of how it is you know and um but but it was an interesting concept so the concept of the show is um Basically, um, be, and what I found out from my research is, you know, in some of these type of raunchy TV shows, the tropes that I've noticed that happens over and over again, there's some research like this, you know, this is kind of a general pattern that I'm going to kind of use. There's some kind of research that goes on and there's some problem, some social problem or some problem in, in some organization, mainly a social problem that the government latches onto and does some drastic action to um, to counteract that. And then they do something crazy and then, you know, pull regular people in to. Um, some type of shit that happens and then there's some uh, character who's kind of flawed in some kind of way who has some mostly a guy who has no it's also women too who's flawed on the surface they seem very collected or whatever they seem a certain way but inside there's this really intense manic internal dialogue that goes on and, and, and you know there's a few characters that that tropes that go along with it but um but yeah, and so this this show really fits it. My my wife was like, "Do not watch that bullshit around me," <laughs> you know. Cause, but for me, just understanding again how Japanese companies, eh, not so much companies, but um, 
you know, those type of characters think and, and, and how, um, you know, the media portrays those type of things and what is seen as entertaining here is interesting. So basically the, the, um, the premise of the show is, um, because, you know, the Japan has one of the lowest, uh, birth rates in the world, the government sees that, saw that problem and they said, okay, you know what we're going to do? We're going to kind of basically conscript people, adults who are virgins, you know, who have no experience um, having sex, and we're going to put them in this training program, this Otona adult high school, basically, adult school, uh, high school, and make them wear uniforms and make them have teachers who talk to them, who prepare them to have sex, basically, is, is what it is, right? Uh, it sounds pretty raunchy. If it were an American TV show, you know, you can imagine it would get pretty gritty, but this is on Japanese TV, so they say sex, and they say, you know, like, it, you remember, Japanese people are very shy about this thing, so to say a few of those kind of words or say things like, like that those kind of topics openly is a really like taboo kind of thing so um you can tell they kind of pushed the envelope as much as they could but they kind of held held back on the gas quite a bit in in, in some ways um i won't spoil anything if you do want to watch th that show um but you know i found it interesting but some ways frustrating because I kind of caught on to the tropes of the show. So it became quite predictable and, I, and not so much frustrating because I just knew like, okay, definitely this is going to happen. Definitely this is not going to happen. Like I was kind of calling the shots, if you will, on the show, um, which I was pretty much right most of, mostly all the damn time. <laughs> so, you know, just getting towards the end, I was just like rolling my eyes. Like, okay, I just want to finish this thing. I got all the research I need, like fucking hell, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, but, but uh, I think that, you know, if you want some insight about, um, dating in Japan and some of the issues and some of the, the thought process of Japanese people, career Japanese people who don't date or, you know, having trouble meeting people, you'll kind of get some insight into that there. So, all right, I'm right on time. I got just a few minutes to pack everything up and um, get the fuck out of here. Um, so that is part one of the episode. I think I do. I need to record an intro for this. Um, no, I'm not going to record an intro for this one because I kind of explained what was going on at the beginning of this video. So after I record the second one, after part two, I can record the intro. So, all right, y'all. So let me get, let me hurry the fuck up and get the fuck out of here. I'll holler at you next time for episode 30, part two. Peace. Yo, what's going on? I'm back with another day, another episode, part two of this two part episode. I might not have mentioned it before yesterday. Again, we're a different day, different level of podcastness. Um, did mention it before yesterday <laughs> in the background. I listened to a little bit, the background from um, the previous episode and there was a lot of background noise going on. Uh, I had like the rice cooker going on. I had the air conditioner, which is also on today, which you'll, you'll probably hear a lot more if you're watching this on YouTube because it is hot as fuck outside today and I'm not turning off the air conditioner. Normally, I, I, I try to do it, turn it off like, you know, uh, until like recently if I record. But this is one of those times a year. August is like real summer Japan type shit. So on YouTube, my apologies for the background noise. You just got to deal with it because... Number one, I'm not editing and <laughs> doing enough audio editing to try to drown that out. And two, 
you know, it's just too fucking hot for me to be sweating my ass off, like, in front of this camera. Because if I turn it off in, like, five minutes, the room is just going to become a sauna. So, uh, you know, I'm here in another afternoon. Uh, on the audio, this might be a little bit different as well. Just because my audio settings are going to be a little bit different. Um, so, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll thug it out, see what goes on. But, you know, either way, it's going to be interesting. So, all right, let's get into everything. So what I got for you guys, let me, let me just set my shit up, set my shit up, set my shit up. <laughs> All right, um, what I have, where am I, where am I? So like I said before, what, um, what I have for you guys, I'm going to just finish the Quora questions, and then I have a couple of videos for you guys, and I'm going to get up out of here. And I just, I, I thought, I realized now what I'm going to do is just, uh, yeah, probably if I can have time before I got to go out. Uh, upload this full episode to the, the audio both parts upload that that won't take me that long and then tonight i can do the video for you tonight or another day do the video for youtube so all right so if you live this is which is another reason why if you're watching this on youtube you might want to go ahead and you know subscribe to both the podcast which is in the description below or and also if you're listening to the audio go ahead to check out the youtube um my subscriptions are rising rising you know into double digits <laughs> so i'm kind of happy about that to see new people discovering the podcast i can't also remember uh, i'll put it again in the description wherever you're seeing wherever you're watching this um the uh alt insider uh, episode interview that i did before uh, if you haven't had a chance to check that out go ahead and check that out uh, you'll find it somewhere in the description below again me uh, i did a really i think informative uh interview with james and it's probably more applicable to the previous episode than this one especially i, I forgot to mention especially when i talk about um the story from the previous uh, part uh that's kind of where that ties in with the link so if you listen to you know if you haven't done it yet if you listen well, if you're listening to this on audio, you'll know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, wait, what? No. If you're listening to this on audio, you've already heard part one. So, so, so fuck it. Just go listen to the other episode anyway. All right, let's just get into it Um, so because I, I don't have forever. All right, so last time we did about half of these questions. I think I'm on question number five. Uh, and question number five is, is Japan, Japan is a safe country? Again, I'm just looking at my, uh, at the outline. I'm not looking at the answers given at all you know i encourage you to take your time and, and, and go ahead and read through those but i just want to give you a fresh perspective my perspective uh on it my virgin pure perspective <laughs> all right um so yeah of course i you know if you you listen to the podcast you know i believe uh japan is a safe country relatively speaking but one thing that's actually been coming up in on on my radar um is uh, natural disasters. Just this book I'm reading on uh, Japan and, and real real estate in Japan and things like that. Uh, well, well, I can show you the book. I have it right here. It's like my um, side table book. It's an interesting book I'm reading. Uh, it's called Landed Japan. If you can see it, you can probably see it. It's for me. What I've found is this is the only book um, that I could find in English that goes in depth into uh real estate buying property and things like that in japan i'm not planning on buying um property anytime soon but it's just like kind of some fundamental knowledge about how real estate works in this country that i wanted to know about just uh you know just in case 
uh, I, 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 it's been something that's been on my mind recently. And so, uh, I just, you know, I just, I, I did some, got on my Google and I found it online and I've been going through it and, you know, just how housing operates here and stuff like that. It's interesting for me, especially if you're not living in Japan yet, or you're not long-term in Japan, it'll probably be boring as fuck to you. Um, yeah, not interesting. But if you have been in Japan for a while, or um, you're thinking about staying here long term, tracking that book down would would be um, something interesting. I, I would recommend you do. I, for me, like I had to find it. I couldn't buy it in Japan. I had to go to Amazon's America, Amazon America, and I can get it from there. But it, but it was a mix up with me. Getting, it took me like about a month, like two months to get the book. So I'm finally happy I got it. Uh, and I'm reading, you know, during the quarantine situation or lockdown situation, whatever the fuck you want to call it, a self-isolation situation, whatever. When we were all in the house, right? When the whole goddamn world was in the house, um, I, I thought of it, found the book, but it took me forever to get here. And now I'm just working my way through it in my spare time. And it's a pretty good, interesting book again, because I'm living in Japan and just fills in a lot of gaps as far as how the re real estate business works here. Not like real estate business, like I'm going to be a real estate tycoon or anything like that, but just fun to how housing works here and how it's different from america so so speaking of that um one thing that book was reminding me of is safety here in japan now as far as like random ass crime goes uh you know i think japan is fucking safe as fuck you know of course there are some news stories there are some killings there are some shit that happens you know stabbings and robberies and things like that but that is i say nationwide you know and and, and there's also i say some I hate to say, but, you know, some unreported crime, you know, crimes against women and things like that, which which I think is not cool um, it, because from my understanding, it does become it is a lot more difficult to file charges against uh, someone in Japan for those type of crimes as they are in the West, just for several different reasons. Uh, but I have I feel like women are starting to speak up a bit quite a bit more. Uh, I hope women are starting to speak up quite a bit more on those type of uh situations that go down but I'm not trying to pull the podcast down but I'm, I'm, I'm getting somewhere don't worry just just rock with me um but so as far as like you know let me just say human related crime if you will um you know where humans are the perpetrators of crime i say japan is extremely safe but natural disasters is where I would say, you know, Japan can be kind of dangerous. And I was talking about this before. There, There's a fucking, um, it freaked me out. It, it didn't freak me out uh, a little bit. I just like, I'm not trying to watch this shit. <laughs> it was a, a Netflix anime. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Uh, one second. Uh, one second, one second. Uh, what is it called? Ah, that's what this is. What it's called? It's called. Is is this it? This might be it. Is this one on Netflix? Netflix. Um. Twenty twenty. Ah, yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, it's called Japan Sinks. 2020 
Yeah, Japan Sinks. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's what it's called. It's called Japan Sinks 2020. It's on um, Netflix here in Japan now. Um, you, it's probably out wherever you are. I just watched, like, it, it premiered, like, recently. Um, I just watched, like, some of the first episode one night. I think I was, like, I had a few drinks or something like that or something like that, and I was just, like, watching it. And it just showed, of course, like, a mega quake. If you've never been in an earthquake, it shows what like a mega quake in Tokyo would look like. After like ten minutes of watching, shit, I was like, I can't watch this shit. I'm not. I'm not trying to watch this shit. It's too real for me. You know, it's too fucking real. So I just had to cut that shit off. Um, but if you want to know what the looming kind of cloud over Japan is all the time, that's kind of what it is. You know, some any fucking moment some shit like this could go down and that is kind of the the number one danger for me living in japan you know and, and, and i it used to freak me out my first couple of years living in japan like you know i i'd kind of be like okay what if like a big earthquake happens right now because it's all you can think about is like okay the train just fucking is gonna derail and like crash and shit like oh my gosh like what if and, and you know i'm just sitting there like oh my gosh i'm in this tunnel what if a big earthquake happens right now oh shit i'm in this highest building what if a big earthquake and you just go through your day like thinking about that shit because it's a very real possibility like the big one you know is something that japanese people are very especially in the tokyo area because at some point in the future a huge or massive earthquake is gonna be predicted because tokyo lies in this huge ass fault line um it's predicted to happen now i don't know when it's gonna happen you know i at this point i'm kind of like it's going through the you know great eastern japan earthquake which is nine years going on 10 years ago you know, I was like, oh, shit, that's, this is the big one. Um, it wasn't, thank goodness, the big one in Tokyo, you know, where I was. But at the time, I thought, like, oh, shit, this is the big one. Watching buildings swaying back and forth um, the way they were when I was on the fucking train. That was not fun. Um, but I, you know... Um, yeah, I just kind of resigned myself to it. And, and the way I think, uh, you've heard me say it before, and I'll say it again for you you new listeners. The way the way my thought process of thinking about uh, mega quakes, if you will, or, or the possibility of a mega quake is kind of like growing up in an inner city neighborhood um, or growing up, not in an inner city neighborhood, let me say that, because my neighborhood wasn't like super, super dangerous. You know, I wasn't like going outside ducking bullets or anything like that. Um, but you know, in 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 like my city in Washington D.C., I grew up in a time that was not the safest time. Uh, and Washington D.C., I think what makes like in hindsight, what makes Washington D.C. Uh, what made let me say that, Washington D.C. a kind of a dangerous city in the past was that it was so small. It's so small. Washington D.C. is surprisingly small, a small city. Um, it's like less than ten square miles, basically, which is you know like small as fuck. So you know. Even if, like, for example, you know, my neighborhood is okay and not that bad, you walk five minutes down the street, you know, it, it can get real, 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 you know, really quickly. Or you hop on a bus and take a 10-minute bus ride, eesh, you know, shit like that. You go riding your bike and you can ride through somewhere. It's like, eesh, you know, so... um During, the, especially during that time, my teenage years and stuff like that, it was a little, quite a little bit grittier, so... um you know, the possibility of gun violence, let me say it was, was a kind of a looming kind of thing. And for me, the anxiety about that thing is something very similar that I feel, 
uh, when I think about earthquakes or mega quakes or being killed and, or, or seriously injured or someone I know, whatever, you know, happening to them in like one of these type of situations. And, and I kind of just had to process it that way. Like, you know, I think about it like it's, if you don't, if you're not, com- if you don't come from, and I'm, again, I'm not trying to talk like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I just keep it real because I'm from the streets and all this shit. Like, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to play that game. But what I'm just, I'm just telling you, you know, how I think about it that, um, yeah, um, if, if you are familiar with that process or if you're not familiar with that thought process, it, you just guys, you know, it is what it is. If it comes, it comes and you can't really live your whole life in, fear of that type of moment you know um you just have to kind of go through your everyday life and if that situation if that type of situation presents itself I'll deal with it the best way I I know how you know it's kind of how I used to just process it you know and and not panic if you know you can't live your life in a perpetual state of fear it just won't work like that you know so um but you know those things do kind of happen so you have if they do happen you know life is real and that's why when the big earthquake happened i was i was proud of myself that you know i didn't freak out you know and i didn't go screaming and running around i was kind of like a you know like level-headed and went into survival mode and figured out what the fuck i need to do to get myself into a safe situation a safe place and you know me and my loved ones and things like that now in the earthquake and also after uh the earthquake situation happened so that is kind of how i deal with it if you're living in japan or coming to japan that's how i would say would be a way that you can kind of process you know the fear because you just you just can't be thinking about that shit i spent i remember clearly like i i used to really kind of mildly obsess about it like my first maybe year year and a half because here because there are just a large amount of small earthquakes that happen like every week every couple weeks if you got a couple that pop off you know um over like a week or two you're like oh shit what's good you're not a seismologist you don't know what the fuck like you you know is it like three small earthquakes in a week a good thing is it a bad thing like is it releasing the pressure is it like getting ready to you know do some big shit like i don't know and so eventually i just had to just be like look i'm not a fucking seismologist i don't know what the fuck is gonna go on so man let me just live my life and you know if shit goes down you better be ready, you know, so that's, that's kind of how, uh, I took it and that's how to recommend you take it. Um, again, I don't know what the, how you might want to just read a review. Uh, I'm looking at like a, um, a thumbnail from a review of it. You might want to read a review of it before you watch it. If you're, if you're into anime or not into anime, the, I would just say I saw like the major earthquake scene, you know, the direct aftermath of that, like two minutes after the big earthquake, I was like, Oh shit, fuck. I'm not, I'm not trying to go through that. (laughs) That was my first thought. Like, I'm not trying to go through that. (laughs) And that's exactly why I had to cut it off. I was like, okay, no, 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 no. Let let me not look at this at all. So, (laughs) so, um, yeah, at least, uh, hold on. Let me, let me see. Hold on. This, This is what I'll do for you guys. Um, at least, hold on. Sorry. Let me, let me mute this. At least what I'll do is put, even if you don't watch the show, I'll put in the trailer for it into the, um, description. That's what I'll do. Hold on, hold on one second. Um, uh, 
Uh, not Japan stinks. <laughs> Japan sinks. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. There we go. All right. I'll do that. Okay. So let, let me let me see how, how deep are we? We must be getting deep in here. Yeah. See, we're seventeen minutes. In. I wanted to keep it to like thirty, maybe forty minutes. So all right. Let, let me push forward with. Yeah. I'm not even through these fucking questions, man. What the fuck am I doing? See, this is gonna be long as fuck, man. <laughs> I'm trying to edit this shit before I got to go. All right. See what y'all do to me. All right. Number six. Um, I have not screened these questions at all before. I have not looked at the list, so I don't know what the fuck is coming up next. I just see the word anime coming. If you go to Japan, Japan high school, you can you can, oh if you go to a Japanese high school, you can date and become happy forever like in the anime. Is that a real question? Like... That's like saying if you go to like an American high school, can you, you know, fuck, I'm gonna date myself. Can can you, you know, um, I'm gonna age myself. What I mean, uh, you know, can you date Zach Morris or or you know Kelly Kapowski and fucking you know go to the fucking malt shop and do shit like that? Like, if you don't know, that's a Saved by the Bell reference, by the way. So now, if you don't know what the fuck Saved by the Bell is, it's a '90s teen. Uh, uh, fucking Saturday morning drama I used to watch when I was a kid. Everyone used to watch uh, in the early, or I guess it was late 80s, early 90s. Just fucking Google Save by the Bell or Zach Morris is Trash. If you are my age and you have watched the show, Zach Morris is Trash is uh, fucking hilarious. <laughs> Actually, uh-oh, uh-oh. Okay, sorry, I'm getting messages and shit. All right, um... All right, number seven, but but yeah, that, I don't. There's no even point in me even dignifying that unless you're like a fucking like. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna trash Japanophiles. I'm not gonna trash you guys on here. I'm sorry, but just no, <laughs> no. Okay, that's the answer. No. All right, um, seven in Tokyo, there are vending machines who's yeah, which sell underpants of high school girls. Oh yeah, not oh yeah, yes, but oh yeah, this question because this is something that comes up and um, I, I thought the same way too. I was like, I read where where the underwear underwear vending machines, not like I wanted them, but you know, just yeah, Japan is so crazy, you know. And this is uh, again like only the weirdest shit information not only and 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 we're kind of beyond that hopefully we're not completely but especially before if you think about it the before the age of youtube before the you know until about i'd say the the mid to late 2000s if you really think about it the only information I'll just focus on Japan about Japan was from like message boards was from movies was from, you know, TV shit like that. Just random shit you found online. YouTube really kind of, you know, collected and, and, and helped organize, you know, in store um, information about Japan. But until that point, me too, like Japan was just like this weird mystical ass place. Like you heard about, you watched in fucking anime and, and, in in the random, you know, movie about Japan and shit like that. That was completely inaccurate. But, <laughs> but the, the thing, you know, now I hope more and more people realize that this type of shit is not the norm here, but I don't think is true because the only the most sensational type of shit, really mainly the most sensational type of shit about Japan is what gets exported abroad and gets spread about abroad. And this is one of those things. Yeah, there might be 
one or two random vending machines somewhere in Tokyo that does sell, you know, this type of shit, but it's not the norm, you know, and that's the thing, like the 80, probably like 70, 50, 60, 70, 80% of the information you have about Japan is fucking wrong if you have not lived here for an extended period of time. That's the fucking truth, okay? The majority of what you think you know about Japan is fucking wrong and you're a fucking no, let's see, i'm not gonna call you an idiot okay <laughs> i'm getting a little bit too worked up by this shit because <laughs> but if you come here thinking that that is the norm you sound and look like a fucking idiot let me say that okay and that's just the truth like so yeah, like I, you know, I, I remember, you know, we, my coworkers and I, we had these type of conversations, and we used to joke about it. And there was actually like uh, under some train tracks near where I worked, a little small hidden corner when I came to Japan in two thousand four that sold uh, porno, Japanese porno. Just that cl- that stopped selling porno just before I got there because one of my coworkers we walked past there one day. He was like, "Oh, let's look at the porno corner," and it was like literally if you walk past it, you couldn't see it. It's like a little hidden, fucking, I don't know, little like cut little thing in in. in it's weird to describe, like under some train tracks, and like you had to actually go in there. And, he, and my coworker, we were walking to a different train station one day. Uh, it was like a shady looking under like it was weird the shady little path underneath the overpass where the um leading to the train station that wasn't that people normally don't go to and he said oh yeah the the vending machines are right there and he wanted to show me and so we went in this little fucking corner um and he was like oh it's gone and then like the vending machine was just completely empty so you know i guess like you know in Areas maybe like Kabukicho or areas where like, you know, Fuzoku or kind of red light district type of areas, you probably might have had those type of vending machines or have had those type of vending machines, you know, maybe like sex toy vending machines or something like that. Like, but it's not like, you know, next to the fucking convenience store, you know, where you got like soft drinks, you fucking, you know, uh, hot ramen and, and high school girl panties. Like that's just not reality, you know, um, so a lot of the shit that you see in those in movies and stuff like that is just not the truth. It's just not the truth. Okay. So just get the, just, if you come when you know, in the future, at some point in time, if you come to this country, just accept the fact that, okay, I think Japan is like this. I'm probably 50 to 90% wrong about, you know, what I think Japanese people are like, Japanese society is like if you do that just come here with a fucking blank slate just just come here with a fucking blank slate you know like yeah you can read a, a book or something like that with some inf- some background information of course but your notion of what goes on in Japan is fucking wrong even if you think about it your your I'm sure if you live in like any major city and you read a tourist guide book about your city it's going to be fucking wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be wrong, but it's not going to be an accurate depiction about what really goes on in your city. If you think about it, right? Like take New York, take LA, take wherever the fuck, Texas, take Miami. You know, if you buy a fuck or go to a, a tourist website or whatever and read about this fucking place, 
and imagine I know nothing else about it except for what I'm reading right now, you'll be like, what the fuck? Like, I'll never go here. Like, I never, people don't normally don't do that. Like, people don't normally act like that. And that's the same thing that's going on in, about Japan, right? Yeah, it might be true. It might be fun for tourists, you know, in touristy areas type shit. And there might be, you know, one part of history or culture, or whatever like that. But that's not what everyday life is like. And that's not what everyday people do, you know, like... It's just true. Like, you know, I never, I don't go to the White House. Like, you know, I didn't go to the White House when I was a kid. Like, my bus stop was, like, in front of the White House when I was in junior high school for a while. But I never went inside that motherfucker. Like, you know, like, I, half of the shit people used to go to, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, like, you know, think about it in those type of terms, okay? All right. Um, okay. That's a little bit rough. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> And Japan has one of the highest suicide rates in the world. I can't really speak on this too much. You know, um, there is a lot made out of it. I'll say I don't know any Japanese person directly affected by suicide. I've never had that conversation. Um, it, it's just a heavy topic. I can't make light of it. You know, of course, this is, this is the statistics are there is understandable for me. You know, I can understand like why it, why those statistics exist. I can understand how where they come from, but I never I haven't seen anyone really touched directly by suicide. So beyond like what you know via statistics, I can't really add anything to that. You know, I think maybe more Japanese people might um might be better suited to answer that question in depth and just because it's such a heavy topic i'm not really gonna touch it like that you know and so i'm just gonna leave that part like that all right uh hold on let me check this again i'm always paranoid about this camera okay whoosh 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 whoosh, whoosh 20 something minutes all right cool 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 so we're finished with with the chorus stuff now um what i have for you i have some more homework for you got some more media for you right um wait let me let me look at the clock okay shit <clears throat> Okay, shit. All right. Um, okay. All right. So um, what I have is in the description, you'll see a couple of videos. Uh, one is on Japanese stereotypes. Again, Asian boss videos. I think some really interesting street interviews for Japanese people talking to Japanese people, which is, I think is uh, pretty interesting, right? And um, I'm not going to go too much in depth on it. Just just give a few uh, points and uh, let you let let you um, kind of go through it yourself if you are so if you are so inclined, right? So the first one on uh, Japanese stereotypes stereotypes about Japan. Um, I want you to really listen to for uh, how they talk about Halloween. You've heard me go in depth about Halloween and uh, what I likes, dislikes, and what's going on. Uh, by the way, Halloween this year is going to be really interesting. I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens during Halloween this year because, <laughs> you know, this year might be the year that they um, that they just choose to put the kibosh on uh, Halloween just totally you know just because of the covid situation it's a really good excuse to really just squash all halloween activities or young people just might say fuck it and they become the complete scapegoats of it i don't know i, I don't know how it's going to play itself out but i'm interested you know halloween's only like about two and a half months away so i'm really interested in seeing like how that situation plays out 
It's going to be interesting. So listen to how Halloween people talk about how Japanese people, how Halloween people, how Japanese people talk about Halloween. Uh, they talk about tentacle porn. And this is one of the things that I was ranting about before, about what you think you know, you know, you don't fucking know. And how they react to the person explaining about tentacle porn, what tentacle porn is and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, some of the dudes are just like, mm, tentacle porn, yeah. But, I mean, it's not like a popular kind of thing, you know. Um, and not only, I'm just not only using tentacle porn. If you don't know what tentacle porn is, I'm not going to be the one to explain it to you. <laughs> but um, I would just say, like, that is representative of, you know, how some of these kind of niche things just become, you know, a lot bigger abroad than they are here in Japan. Um, politeness here in Japan. Uh, yeah, they... The the second video I have goes in more in depth into politeness, but I want you to really listen to how they talk about kind of legi tadashi, um, how Japanese people are really legi tadashi, or you know outwardly uh, polite versus you know foreign people. is It's a really interesting dynamic that goes on here. I've probably talked about it before in the past. I can't really remember, but listen to that. You know, a few people really compare you know how people abroad act towards each other versus how people in Japan act towards each other. Um, I think that's a really interesting dynamic. The second video is uh, what Japanese people think is rude. That one, um, I think, you know, uh, well, if you, before I go into that one, I would recommend, you know, a good way of doing it would be stopping the podcast or the video right now, go in, check in those just so that my thoughts are kind of fresh in your mind. It's like, I think a 10 minute video, then come back and listen to the second, my pointers for the second one. All right. So I'll stop for a second. Freeze. Okay. All right. So the second one is about, um, rudeness in japan the idea of what is rude what is polite in japan um and again just listening to what manner good and bad manners are in japan and you know how the also the thought process of how people think about something being rude you know again i recommend looking at the other people um when someone's doing something rude it might be also tips and yeah if you're coming to japan or new to japan some behaviors that Japanese people think are rude and if you see another Japanese person doing that thing looking at the other uh Japanese people in that situation to kind of pick up on some of the tells to tell how people are really bothered you know is is really really interesting and also for yourself to understand like not to fucking do that thing ever ever <laughs> all right and the, finally um in this there's a small section of this um where you know I'm not going to go too deep into it but you've heard me in previous episodes talk about the dynamic between Japan and China, Japan and Korea. Um, if you listen to how there's one section where, you know, again, I'm not China bashing, not taking Japan bashing, not taking sides on anything. OK, but um, if you just listen to how some people talk about, you know, China in one small section of this, you'll kind of get a feeling for what I say. Like there's kind of a under, it's a weird kind of undercurrent thing. It's not like, and even the people saying it, you can tell they're kind of not like, fuck that shit. You know, they're not like angry or, but they just kind of like, it's, it's a weird, it's, that's kind of what I'm talking about. The dynamic that kind of, to me represents the dynamic 
of how things go here in Japan. It's, it's a really weird thing. Um, it's no like outward. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna fucking go into it. But you, you just listen to in the interview and just watch out for that and, and listen to um, how they deal with that kind of section and make your own judgments on that. So all right, let me let me wrap things up there. Epic two-part episode uh if you're listening the audio is gonna be just one full hour of goodness gracious shit (laughs) or two good great (laughs) youtube videos so all right thank you guys for watching listening and the whole shebang and bang and i will holla at you next time peace